Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm taking some of your sweet podcast time to let you know that this weekend is when we're doing a little event that we're going to call Stream Forever. Over on the Orange Grove Twitch channel, we're going to be streaming to raise money for Asian Americans advancing justice. We're going to kick off a pretty chill stream at twitch.tv slash theorangegroves at 11am EST with a simple plan. The more you donate, the more we will stream. If y'all keep it up, we'll never stop. We're going to have multiple games and crafting projects around the entire stream, and the more money we raise, the longer it goes. We're blocked out and ready to go into Monday and even beyond if we need to, with cool donation incentives to give away like some Nintendo DS lights that I customized and other neat stuff. Again, the more you donate, the more we will stream. If we keep hitting our goals, we'll keep it going. We start on Saturday, who knows when we'll stop. So come check us out, give us a donation, and help us stream forever. 11 a.m. over on the Orange Grove Switch channel. Welcome to Weebkend Warriors, a short anime discussion podcast. My name is Raven, my pronouns are they and them. And I'm Fantas, I use Faith, Fair, and they, them. This week we are covering episodes 9 and 10 of Decadence. Uh, we are getting into like the best episodes in the whole series now. Uh, I was telling you a little bit before, but these these last four episodes are... Uh, my favorite episodes in, of almost any anime that I've watched. Mob Psycho 100 still holds the crown. Yeah, these last four episodes slap. They're they're so good. <laughs> but yeah, we are doing we're we're kicking it off here with episode nine called Turbocharger, um, and we cold open to kaburagi and natsume in kaburagi's apartment if you recall from last time we are about to go to the Gadol factory with uh human kaburagi and natsume since they can like get past the death shield that is there we see kaburagi leave a uh, a nice huge meal for pipe and as he leaves, he just kind of turns around and gives Pipe this very sad look as he closes the door. I wonder why he does that. Yeah, I wonder why. Um, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, But as we just kind of see them, like, hop in and start cruising to uh, to the factory, the Godal factory, and it cuts back to show a scene of Kudanai pulling aside Kabu and, and asking, like, hey, what the fuck are you planning and why are you taking Natsume? Uh, and Kaburagi kind of, like, shuts her up and is like, listen, we gotta, it, it can only be Natsume. And then she kind of flirts with him and is like, oh, you never say anything, even when it's important. And that's why I always liked you. And then she, like, lunges to try and, like, tackle hug him. And he sidesteps her and she almost falls off and dies. And it's kind of funny. Cause she she like falls halfway off of the walkway. Yeah, and she's like glumps you XD. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> Mister Kabawaki. We're gonna have God. absolutely no listeners after I did that. Uh, listens down to zero. Subscribe. R.I.P. Weebkin. From me, 
Yeah, Rip Weebkend Warriors. He had a good, uh, what is it, like five episode run. But <laughs> anyways, she, uh, yeah, they, they flirt. She almost drops off. And then it cuts to her outside fighting the Gadol. And she charges into battle and says, oh, I'll be your queen. She's referring to Kabaragi. You're, she's already uh, queen in our hearts. Yeah, she's. I have that in my notes. I just, in parentheses, she's already our queen. She doesn't know it, but we all love her. Uh, then we cut into the Gadal factory where they're going over that plan to uh, end capitalism and destroy the prison industrial complex and also oh, yeah. take out a bunch of fucked up monsters while they're at it. But yeah, they run over, Jill runs over how they must activate something called the GGS, which is the Gadal Genocide System, which is... Quite a name. Of, yeah, it's extremely extreme. Uh, it's but extremely it's, a name, yeah. Yeah, it is a name. Um, and... <laughs> I I have here in my notes that Jill is a girl boss and kicks Donatello around because Donatello just starts like, well, I don't want to and we should do it this way. And she just walks over and literally starts like kicking the shit out of him. Keep in mind, she's like a third of his height. It's very <laughs> funny. Everyone's super I'll, afraid of Jill what? and it's one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah, honestly, I I love Jill. Um, Jill, my beloved. Jill, my blood. Jill, short queen. Short queen. Uh, I don't. I might have made this joke last episode, but I have a bad memory, so it's still funny to me. Jill is that picture. Jill's like the epitome of the triangle. That's just like a uh, gatekeep girl boss. Oh God, what's the third one? I always forget the third one. Gaslight. Yeah, gaslight. Jill is the epitome of uh, gatekeep girl boss gaslight. Um, and now everyone is cursed with that knowledge. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we, we cut back to Natsume and Kaburagi. Uh, they just rolled up to the Gadol facility and Kaburagi's like, Hey, I want to tell you what like is actually going on here. Please listen to me. And Natsume is like, dude, it's fine. Listen, you said that this was the way to end it. You said that I was the only one that could do it, so we're gonna. And don't stop worrying about it. And as she's, like, telling him to basically shut the fuck up and stop being so scared, uh, she walks through the, the like, protective field that the factory has, and Kaburagi's like, are, are you fine? Are you okay? Are you dying? And she's like, I was fine until you started freaking out on me. And he's just, like, visibly relieved. And also, God, she bullies him so much. Everyone bullies Kamaragi. And it's... And they're I don't right. think we've really talked about it yet. Yeah, no, he deserves to be bullied. I'd shove him in a locker. But it's super funny how much everyone is just, like, on Kamaragi's ass. Yeah, and it's, it's like that wholesome kind where it's like... But you know they all love him and, like... Oh, It's, yeah. like, very apparent. Like, and it's just... It's fun. We have fun here. Yeah, it, it's not, like, it's not bullying in the harassment sense yeah. where, like, it's actually causing harm. It's bullying in, like, the playful, friendly, teasing kind of way. 
and there is a difference and i'm not going on this rant right now about that but we we cut into the gadal prison and we or gadal prison we cut into the cyborg prison and we see kabaragi and donatello logged in and uh my dear listener donatello's not supposed to be logged in right now um <laughs> he jill jill immediately is like donatello what the fuck are you doing and he's like well we're about to end this thing i need to get like the last little bit of this in since it's about to be over it, th- there are 12 episodes of the show and this one's only nine so you know <laughs> then we get to see the beginnings of the prison riot and uh all the little cyborg workers run out and start lighting all of the Gadal shit on fire and throwing shit and they start attacking the very few guards that are in there and uh we see just a bunch of like noxious noxious fumes uh start pouring out of the uh fires and going through the air ducts and the vents and we get uh we get a couple of shots of the game police that are like monitoring the prison just violently puking everywhere because of the smell of this shit yeah and it's like speaking of the land that osha forgot (laughs) um there's there are actually uh gases that come out of manure that can really kill you like there have been many incidents of specifically i believe it's hydrogen sulfide uh Mm -hmm. killing like multiple people because they went in after the other and they after a certain concentration, you can't tell that it's there, and you just pass out and yep, then die. Um, yeah, and there's also like uh, like sewer gases. If sewer gases leak, it's like really dangerous for the exact yeah. same reason. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just, the same stuff. Yeah, I, I, it probably is. That's why you're supposed to be like incredibly careful with like sewers, and you're supposed to check them every so often. Yep. If you smell something that smells like sewage, you should probably be concerned. Because, um, yeah, after a certain point, it basically paralyzes, like, the nerve in your nose, and you can't smell anything. Yeah. And that's how old families have died from that. Yep. Yeah, yeah don't want so any anyway, of that shit. Unless careful you're, with uh, your poop. Yeah. Don't want any of that. Unless you're uh, a security guard in a prison, in which I will go on record and say, good. um but uh we see all of the prison guards just like disheveled and fucked up and their their prison riots going real well we also see that somehow and i don't think they really explained how these things are all this collect uh connected but we see all of the fumes of this start poisoning the lake that the Gadal are uh, made in and like. Yeah, it's because like the in. prison's like just under the lake. So all the fumes, I guess. Disper- I guess like the poop also comes in through the lake, is what I'm guessing. You'd, yeah, probably. You'd so think I think it's like those same super, ones. Super. Yeah, you just. Th- it's. You'd think that this super high tech cyborg society would have a way to prevent this from happening, but they don't. So, you you know what? But no, it gets turned Uh, into, like, nasty Kool-Aid. Yeah, 
It does. It gets it gets turned into the opposite of the drink I described last episode. Um, mm-hmm. And it paralyzes all of the Gadol that are being made right now. And it uh, because it does that, all of the Gadol activate their zones. Um, conveniently, at the time that all this happens, the our, our, our titular heroes, Kaburagi and Natsume, are entering the facilities and the zones are activated. Um, so they start flying through. We get to see Kaburagi uh, play Metal Gear Solid and hide around corners and avoid guards. Uh, we do get a shot of, like, the Gadol control room, and we get to see the little shrimp Gadol again. Uh, yeah. Just kind of floating there while everyone else in that room is fucking panicking. So that's just a fun little little preview there. Uh, we get to see a little bit more sneaking around from Kaburagi and Natsume, and all of a sudden, Hugin's there! Standing there menacingly, not floating. Mm-hmm. Um, with his purple fucking body and his sick shades. And then, uh... And Moonin, with the fucked yeah, up Yeah, and Moonin, the fucked up, uh, Corvid, which, uh... Uh, f- yeah, no, I hate... I. I love Corvids. It should be obvious. I named myself Raven after a fucking after Ravens. Um, I fucking despise Munin. That's a disgusting little freak of a man right there. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a reason. I mean, I don't think there's a reason why it's that fucked up. Uh, but we'll get to see more of Munin in the coming episodes and yeah but oh well actually the, the I build should... up to Munin is good yeah it is and the thing is is that uh Hugin and uh Munin they're both named after ravens from Norse mythology interesting mm-hmm. love that it would apparently um, report to Odin so yeah I that's not symbolic <laughs> yeah um are they translated names to are they like japanese translated names because i mean I like didn't... like anything else is but it's um mm-hmm. it's not that far off honestly okay cool i uh as much as i used to know about like greek mythology roman mythology egyptian mythology i don't know enough about norse mythology and I'd like to know more. Um, there are reasons why, like, you know, Norse mythology is kind of something that's a little touchy. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's at, like at, stuff that's at, really cool, but as usual, uh, uh, Nazis ruin everything. Yeah. Um, punch, oh, actually, punch, punch Nazis, friends. Anytime you see Nazis. one, just knock them the fuck out. It's ethical so and also, encouraged. Highly encouraged, Ooh. and actually. Don't don't risk your delicate little finger bones and go for your elbow. Just use a chair. Um <laughs> I'm gonna cut I'm gonna cut the last bit out with the chair, because that's while I do think it's still correct, I don't want to be in trouble for encouraging that much violence or something. Yeah. I don't think we would be. You know what? Nah, it stays in. We wouldn't be. They're cool. 
Um, <laughs> so anyway, let's see. We were at when they met uh, Hugen. Hugen right. and Moonen, yeah. Yeah, so we just were at where we met Hugen. So yeah, they encounter him, and it just... <laughs> Kaburagi looks very, very distraught. Understandably yeah. so. And uh, then before we get to see any of the wild shit that Hugin does, uh, it cuts back over to the prison. And if any, if you remember from last time, Turkey and Sark, unfortunately, uh, are little bootlickers and called the game police down and warned, warned them of everything that was happening. So we get some game police coming down with uh, with special masks so that they don't get uh, their fucking clown sick. noses on. Yeah, their clown noses. They really did look like clown noses. Um, the but they cops come they out come with their fucking clown noses on for once. Yeah, I would call cops clowns, but that's an insult to the wonderful clowns that I know in my life. So you're right. Um, <laughs> that's why cops are pigs. Um, but also you, pigs deserve better. They're very smart. Very yeah, cute they are. Things. They are also they're tasty. Yeah, they contribute to society. Um, God, we're such a cool show. We really are vocal <laughs> about hating cops. <laughs> I th- I'm so glad we started with decadence. Yeah, it's it's a good start. Yeah. But we see these we see the the game police come down and start uh shooting all of the prisoners with like these weird hand laser things, which on anything other than a cop would be cool. But yeah, in this case it's just bad and terrifying because poor Sark was thinking they were helping people. Yeah. And he got manipulated, um yeah. which all of us except Sark saw coming. So Turkey monologues about how like he's the good guy and uh what does he say? He says like Sark's gu- guilty conscience isn't his fault and then more of them die and he's like, "Hey, don't worry. We're doing this for the good of us." And Sark's like, oh, "I fucking guess so, man." And then uh we cut over to Jill and she rips Donatello out of decadence and it answer this answers Okay, this show is brilliant because this scene right here answers the question I had of what happens to the uh, to the gears when they get logged out of decadence or when they log out. They just go to sleep, basically. Mm-hmm. So Donatello's avatar just uh, just crashes down to the ground like head first and falls asleep. And Donatello's <laughs> like, hey, why'd you pull me out of the game? I'll get out of the game when I fucking want. And Jill just like jumps on him and is like, I'm already fucking pissed. You don't want me to be more pissed. And then she, she's, uh, what does she say? Oh, she's like, go take care of the game, please. Or you're, or I'm going to turn you into science experiment, something like that. And all of her yeah. fingers open up and like all these tools come out. And he just like, I want to know what that little saw is for. Like, she has like a little saw in one of her fingers, and I'm like, <laughs> so "What funny. are you doing with that, ma'am?" Um, I well, we'll learn why she has lots of tools on her fingers. <laughs> yeah, we get why, but I want to know about the saw specifically, like the little chainsaw. I want to know the story behind Jill's the little chainsaw. Up and evil. She's fucked up. She and evil. 
Jill's, and Jill as I wrote have... here, my notes is Jill threatening to use torture on an egg, on a friend, an example of girl power. I listen. I have in my notes. Jill returns to being a girl boss and tells Donatello to go kill cops or become a science experiment. So. <laughs> Um, I refuse to stop referring to Jill as a girl boss because it's so funny. It is. Um, but so then... wait, actually, wait, wait, wait. If What's Jill's the girl boss, does that make Donatello the male wife? No, it definitely makes Hugin the male wife. The art Hugin, not Hugin. Fuck. Um, it definitely makes Kaburagi the male wife. No. Yeah, that makes Kaburagi the male wife. Because you know like, what, he does have more it's male manipul- wife. It's like manipulate, mansplain, male wife, and he kind of does a bit of all of that. So he's that's that's Kabu. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I'm sorry to have to break it to you, but Kabaragi's a male wife. The male wife cat boy. All right. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, <laughs> continuing on, we return to Hugin and our uh, our lovely cat boy male wife, Kaburagi. Uh, Natsume is also there. And Hugin just goes fucking ultra instinct. He's, t- he's like dashing across the place, but he might as well just be teleporting. And he's taking quick strikes at uh at Kabaragi, slashes him in the face, and then he swoops up and spears Natsume in the chest. Except not really, because it's a hologram, and Jill logged in at the perfect time to create holograms of Kabaragi, which is a thing they only use now, I think. Yeah. But it's cool. Uh, and as Jill continues to make more Kaburagis, Mugen, uh, starts, like, counter-hacking Jill, so she just starts, like, there's just, like, electricity all over her all of a sudden, which is a very funny way to show that, uh, she is being met with resistance. Just like Star Trek, where any time the ship got hit, the panels instantly explode and start shocking people, which seems like a very <laughs> bad starship design. That's, uh, I mean, if you're going to be on a starship, like, I don't know if you should have things immediately explode. I'm no Yeah, it's not expert. very good design. Yeah, I'm no expert, but if your things immediately explode, I think they're designed poorly. <laughs> um, But yeah, we see Jill there shorting out and then it pans out to see donatello going absolute ham and killing cops after uh well first off sark is like hey you should uh you should or turkey is like hey sark show show these lovely cops to where our friends are and sark's like okay and then he starts walking there and he's like yeah i can't do this um, I'm not going to. So then he just lays down on the ground and like starts crying and I feel very bad for him. And then Donatello mm-hmm. just uh runs in and starts shooting the fuck out of all the game police. Um mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure wasn't he shooting like heads? Yeah, he was shooting other game police heads. 
at them, which, which is, is so very funny. cool of him. Yeah, like he's literally shooting cops' heads at other cops to kill them, and damn, Donatello is based. Um, and then uh, Turkey reveals that he he invited Hugin to the uh, the storage heist for Kaburagi's avatar that they had. And uh, Turkey, Turkey and Sark are standing there, and Turkey's like, "See a bitch," and dashes off. Um, and Sark ends up getting hit by a, a stray bullet from the game police, and he's like bleeding out on the ground, and he starts reflecting on everything Kaburagi told him, and he's like, "You know what? If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die a hero." So he starts crawling out towards the, uh, I don't remember oh, well, what, well, yeah, the, like, no, Batman. No, we, we skipped a bit. Turkey tried to fight Donatello. Oh, uh, that, his... that happens, like, right as he's starting to crawl there. Don't worry, yeah. it was it was next. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we see Sark start to crawl over there, and then we cut over to uh, Turkey, who's trying to make his escape. And then Donatello, Donatello is like, oh, fucking no, you don't. And he grabs, uh, Turkey, Turkey is the dumbest fucking character in this show and tries to attack Donatello with his tail. So Donatello grabs it, blows open the wall and then spikes Turkey into the fucking hole where all the Gadol shit is. And then like directly after he's like no sark don't jump in here you're or so sark decides that he's gonna die a hero what he does is he takes out this like special canister of oxyone that has like a warning label that's uh it's like the explosion warning label on it he injects himself with it and he starts to go like uh like like crit he starts to go like critical like they do with uh yeah uh other things reactors and then he takes a pile of flaming gadol shit eats it jumps in the hole and as he's falling down turkey's like no why are you doing this oh i shouldn't have been evil oh and then we just hear we hear uh sark's last words to himself as he just thinks not a bad way to go and then he fucking explodes and the whole like pit explodes in a pillar and makes the reactor of the Gadol factory go critical. Uh or it's it's melting down rather. And uh pour one out for a real one. Yeah, pour one out for for Sark cuz even though he did a bad thing, he was manipulated by someone else to do it and clearly didn't want to do it in the first place. And you could tell that he very much actually did care about everyone there. Yeah. Um, I, I genuinely, the first time I, I saw his death, I was incredibly sad. Um, but yeah, we, uh, we cut over to Kaburagi and Natsume, uh, and the factory starts flooding with, uh, fresh oxyone and Hugin is holding Kaburagi's avatar 
And in one of like the coolest movements that I think Kaburagi's ever done, in my opinion, uh, Natsume shouts to him and like makes him aware of what's happening with the Oxion. And he pulls the trigger on his needle launcher as it's empty and it shoots compressed air right at the window behind Hugin, busts it open, and Hugin's swept away as Kaburagi gets away from Hugin. And all of that happens within like three seconds and it was slick that was just pro move right there it was a pro move it was just super cool and then you know they do something that we don't often see in a lot of anime where the credits start to roll and things are still happening on screen Mm -hmm. so they reach the uh reactor room kabaragi's injured as shit and he starts explaining to natsume that uh, you know, everything you see here is where the Gadol came from. And she's understandably very distressed by the fact that these creatures that have been tormenting her her whole life, the creatures that killed her father, took her arm, are in a factory? What's up with that? And then he's like, all right, on the count of three, we're both going to push these two plungers down. And we see him like, Activating the GGS, which, uh, if we recall, is the Gadal genocide system. And they do their countdown, 3, 2, 1, pushing the plungers, and all of the Gadal are dying off. And Natsume is having a breakdown. Kaburagi continues to explain that uh, everything, including his body, the Gadal, everything is manufactured. And then the episode ends right there. And we then, but yeah, in that last scene, I love that so much. Like, it, right as, like, the, all that's hitting her, like, the reactor behind her, it just, like, sparks. Yeah. And it, it's... Oh, God. It's such a cool touch there. Again, these last four episodes are super intense and so much fun. Like, I... <laughs> I got so into episode 9, 10, 11, 12 that the first time I watched them, I started watching and got so engrossed in them that I forgot to take notes because I was just so like caught up in watching the show, um, which is always like a good sign. Yeah, yeah, and like the first time I watched this, it was when it was still like airing. So I had to like wait you a week had to and wait man, let me tell you what a week. What is yeah. what is several weeks waiting? I I can't imagine waiting weeks for this ending because it's so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get uh we we go on to episode ten titled "Break System," and you know a lot of this stuff. These are mm. these are just fucking car words, like these are car words. <laughs> I don't know yeah, shit about... Yeah, they're engine about, words. I guess engine words. I don't know shit about fuck about cars. Um, and I know about as much about engines, maybe a little bit more. You'd never guess that I was in engineering in high school for four years. But um, we we start episode 10 brake system literally right where we left off. And so Kaburagi keeps telling her everything and explains like he knew everything about her father and 
explains how like he's not that body he's a cyborg and we get this close-up shot as everything's happening and Kaburagi starts to get quieter and quieter as Natsume just starts hyperventilating and uh it cuts back over to Kaburagi finishing what he's saying and then we hear we hear something hit the floor and then it pans over and Natsume passed out from hyperventilating which fair yo absolutely if if I was told that, I would, I, like, I'm at a loss. I don't know what I'd do. I would probably also pass out. Like, I can't. I think I'd just be really pissed off. I would too, but I think the fear would outweigh that in the moment, and I would pass out. But, yeah, then we we cut to other parts of the Godal factory, and we see... A lot of the gears are like trying to abandon the factory because the react because the reactors uh melting yeah, the down. Reactors melting down. All the like poop water is flooding in. <laughs> you know, it's just a bad day at work. It's a bad day. Then we see we see the like Godal control room where that little shrimp Godal is, and everyone's like, "All right, we good to go." The head guy's like, "Yep." And they're like, okay, what do we do with that little Gadol? And he's like, ah, who fucking cares? And then its tail shoots out and stabs him in the stomach. I'm pretty sure it was his ears. Uh, no, it stabs him right in his stomach because he has two puncture holes there. No, no, I mean, the thing stabs him with, with its ears. In the st- oh, oh, uh, it might be his ears. Uh, but yeah, it leaves two nice little puncture marks in that guy's mm-hmm. stomach. Weird, I wonder A what final that's gift. about. Yeah, yeah, it's probably just... A last fuck you, you know, nothing more, nothing less. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the guy picks up the the shrimp, throws it against the wall, and then it dissolves. And uh, we didn't really talk about it with with the end of the last episode, but the Gadol aren't, like, dying. They're, like, dissolving and turning into uh, Avengers Endgame cornflakes. Like, they're... They're turning Mr. into Stark. I don't feel so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're just turning into dust and vanishing. We see all of the. We get it cuts over to all the tankers and decadence and outside of decadence, like fighting these. And they're like, "What the fuck is going on? Why are these things just like turning into ashes right now?" And uh, you know, they're they're kind of having an existential crisis. I don't blame them. And, uh, Minato, Minato's sitting there at the controls and the other, like, helpers for Decadence as a system are like, yo, Minato, what the fuck are we gonna do now that all these Gadol are dying? And he's like, I don't know, not my job. And he walks out and he starts vaping! (laughs) Vape Lord Minato returns. Yeah, he does. And he just talks about, he's like, well, Kaburagi, I hope you know what you're doing next. And then, of <laughs> course, it cuts over to Kaburagi driving with Natsume in the car. Kaburagi uh, looks over to Natsume and starts explaining how, like, she was the only one that could go on this mission because uh, her dad <laughs> ate shit. And she also died, technically, and her human obedience chip is also dead that's not what it's called but i'm calling it that because it's funny um yeah. i mean that's pretty much what it is yeah it is 
And so he explains that, like, her father died because he was getting too close to figuring out what was actually going on with Decadence, mm-hmm. um, which is and while, interesting I, given the yeah. ending of the show. I, I did yeah, a little but also bit like, of thinking on that. Uh, yeah, go mm-hmm. ahead. But also, like, this whole conversation is taking place in, like, the ruins of a city, just mm-hmm. like the ones her dad were inve- was investigating at the beginning. Yeah, they are. You're right. Yeah. So Natsume's pissed with Kaburagi understandably she not to me kind of monologues about how uh oh well we're not there yet but not to me is understandably upset and they both just kind of ride back to decadence and silence and then it cuts over to uh no i'm pretty sure she did give the monologue in there like how she'd rather not know anything yeah okay so that monologue happens kind of twice she does she has two of them really close together so i got confused yeah, she yeah, while they're in that city, she talks about like how she, like if she knew it was going to be, she'd rather have like never known and yeah, yeah, how like she wanted to, uh, she wanted to be stronger and how she wanted to change and all this stuff. She she's she says I think she says the line like I didn't want to change the world, I wanted to change myself, yeah. and like shit, yeah. <laughs> Her her path of self discovery really did che- uh, lead to like a world changing event, um, and as a result, you know they they ride home in silence, and uh, you know Kaburagi returns home, and of course, uh, as as Pipe was. Agadol, he is dead, and we just see his outfit on the floor in front of the food and milk bowl that were left out for him. And I cried when I watched this show the first time because I love yeah. Pipe so much. And uh, Kabu sees Natsume's old note about Pipe and frantically starts writing his own note. And then we cut over to all the tankers celebrating. And Natsume is kind of like watching them, and then she starts walking away and bumps into Kurenai, and Kurenai's like, "Hey, why don't you come celebrate with us?" And she like, Kurenai grabs like Natsume's arm and tries to walk with her, and then Natsume just like rips her, like tears away from her and runs off and hides away and just starts crying. And then uh, we cut back to Kaburagi continuing his note, and Jill's like, yo, you better hurry. The cops are on their way here, so we gotta fucking write. You gotta finish this fast. So he starts writing really, really fast. We continue on with our, our quick cuts here. He cuts over to Hugin, and he's uh trying to find Natsume. And, of course, can't find anything because she's presumed dead by the system. And keeps referring over to Mugen for uh, for more help. And, uh, you know, wonder what's up with that. But, uh, of course, doesn't find anything. And finally, he's like, yes, I'll do that. And, again, as the audience, it's just like, well, he's going to do something. It's probably fucked up and evil. Guess we'll find yep. out. Then, uh, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I forgot to mention this. We see a scene earlier on where the... Uh, the gears that were in the like elevator lift for the factory that were in the Gadal control room entered an elevator, and as it went up, it actually crashed to the bottom and killed all of them. 
so now we get a scene where we see the shrimp Godal back from the dead. It, it like alien style bursts out of the stomach of the out of the gear that it poked in the stomach. And then it starts eating all the gears bodies and gets bigger. Yeah, and now it's in pink strawberry flavor. Yeah. And so just just keep that in the back of your mind there. <laughs> And so we cut back over to Natsume and she's still crying there on the ground. And Kurunai comes over to Natsume and, you know, tries to tries to comfort her. And Natsume kind of feels like there's no point in her life. Like she was trying to figure out everything through being a fighter for the power and everything. And, you know, without that, like, what is she supposed to do? So Kurunai basically just says like, oh, I'm proud of you and uh, ruffles her hair. And then she has a a very good like, uh, I don't want to say speech because that's a bit strong here, but she just uh, I, I took down this quote from her where she looks at Natsume and says, everything you've seen, uh, everything you've seen and heard, all of your feelings, those are yours alone. Other people can't decide what you need because your life is nobody else's. And I just thought that that was like a really good line and very telling for how much Kudanai genuinely cares about Natsume and how caring she is in general, you know? Yeah, it's it's such a good line. It's such a good line. It oh my is, God. and it's... uh Like, that, that one really hit me. Yeah, and uh, to draw comparisons real quick, it's it's a line that like is akin to a lot of uh cis, cis allies when talking to trans people and it, it's it's a comparison I can only draw on now cuz I recently reconnected with a friend of like 16 years or something that I haven't talked to since I was in like middle school or whatever and it was what he said was basically basically that like same thing. It was just like, you know, those experiences are yours alone and you're your own person. I'm cool with that. So what I'm trying to say is uh uh Kurunai is an ally and supports trans people and she's bisexual, so we love her and she's great. Amen. <laughs> um but yeah, n- right after that speech, uh, Natsume's, Natsume just kind of like looks up and is like, yeah. And then her stomach grumbles. And then uh, Kurunai kind of teases her about it. And then materializes a fucking taco out of nowhere. I don't know if she was keeping that shit in her pocket or what, but she just like pulls a taco out of nowhere. Yeah, I think she has some pouches. Okay, but that's a taco. Like... You, you know, don't keep a taco, taco pouch. in a pouch. I she has a taco pouch. She's full. She's, <laughs> she contains multitudes, including taco pouches. I I fucking guess so. If you, I'm convinced that the only place that packages a taco right is uh, Taco Bell, because every other place I've gotten a taco from always crushes it, unless it's in like a to go container, you know. Um, but then it like moves around and breaks or something. We're not here to talk about food. That's an entirely different place. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you want our food takes, go listen to Discourse on the Orange Grows Patreon. Okay, yeah. Now we we cut over to 
Jill and Kaburagi, and they are fucking hauling ass out of there. Uh, Donatello is escorting all the other uh, cyborgs out, and the game police try and like come in they zip in and they uh somehow i I don't know if they ever explain how they did this but all of the cyborgs like slicked the floor so like i mean they probably just polished it with shit probably um but they like looney tunes style slicked the floor so that when the cops came in they slid off and like flew into shit and they timed it so that when this happened, all of the, uh, like, a new batch of shit would get dropped onto the cops. And then there's, like, a huge mound of it in in the prison. And on top of it is, like, a detonator for a bomb. So they all leave the prison in in trucks. And then the bomb goes off and kills all of those game police and blows up the prison. And they're all driving away. And everyone's like, yeah, we fucking made it out. And uh, several of them are like, I'm going to miss that place. And Donatello's like, why the fuck would you miss that literal shithole? <laughs> um, and you know what? Donatello's right. But uh, yeah, we we quickly get a shot of. Uh, I, I don't think she has any new lines here, but we do see Natsume up on the like railing where she first met Kaburagi and she just kind of we get a flashback of of all of her time in decadence and hanging out with Kaburagi and stuff like that yeah and it's it's all her memories as they are but her perspective looking back at all of it is different exactly and so we just get that quick quick scene and then we cut back over to the fucked up shrimp. And I don't think we actually see what it looks like in this scene, but we just hear it crunching on more gear bodies. Um, presumably ones that were just left outside from the last battle yeah. or were still hanging out out there, but it's just going to town eating them. Yeah, yeah just found a bunch of corpses and it was hungry. Yeah, crunchy, munchy uh, gear bodies. The hot new cereal coming to a store near you. Oh, God, please don't eat gear bodies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Again, uh, they don't touch on how they're made, but they have blood, and it's just alarming to me. I, well, I mean, maybe we're better off it, not knowing how gears are made, eh. but the fact that they run I mean, on I blood instead guess. of oxyone is so alarming to me. I, it would have been suspicious. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But damn, that's that's blood there. But uh, mm-hmm. Donatello. So the the truck that the uh the prisoners are taking out is is stopped, and Donatello uh brings out two two little shot glasses of Sark's Oxione, and says turns to Kaburagi and is like, you know, we both got to take a swig. And Kaburagi's like, no, no, thank you. And he's like, Donatello's like, dude, it was his last batch and he's dead. You gotta. And Kaburagi's like, oh, okay. And uh, we talked about this last time and we're like, you know, how does Kaburagi drink things? And they purposefully have his back to the camera as he takes a sip. And 
it's so funny to me that they never reveal <laughs> how he drinks this. Yeah, it's like, like we see other things with it, but we never see like how how he does this. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it's it's so funny to me, but uh, Natsume is on her way back to her room. And she finds the note from Kaburagi. But yeah, it's Kabu's long trying to be an apology letter about how he's gonna go off on his own and fix all of this. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and Natsu's not having any of that shit. No, because it's like it's it's his way of apologizing, but it's still not the right way to apologize, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Natsume immediately gets flustered and calls him a jackass. Not flustered. She gets, like, frustrated and calls him a jackass. And, uh... Kabu and the gang are on their way to an old decadence uh, to use as a hideout. And Jill's going through the, uh... You know, like, the the bug database, which is just, like, a, a wanted list. And sees Kaburagi, Jill, Donatello, and then Natsume. And Kabu's like, I need to log in immediately. So then they floor it over to the decadence, the old, uh, like, decrepit decadence. And Jill Jill f- figures out a way to, like, log him in. And Kaburagi logs in just in time to get slammed in the face by a door uh, by Natsume. Because the physical comedy in this show is great. Yeah, because the physical the physical comedy is wonderful in this show. It is. And so she sits there and is like, you fucking asshole, you goddamn bastard of a man. How could you? This is not a fucking apology. And then she like imitates him and mocks him and is like, do you even know what what an apology is? And like he he looks he he feels very bad. Um, and then she's like, but I can tell that your note was genuine and I acknowledge that. So here we are. And then, uh, somehow, uh, it turns around so that Kaburagi ends up with his back at the doorway and Natsume is behind him. And I think they were both about to head out and go somewhere. And then Hugin just spears Kaburagi through the fucking back and blood splatters across natsume and hugin looks down at uh natsume and is like "Mm, well that was easy you know the world must be free of bugs and then it cuts over to the old decadence and kaburagi is like panicked he's like can you log me back in i need to get back in just like i can't do anything right now and then uh our little shrimp Gadol friend has just turned into Shin Godzilla and it's stomping around. Mm-hmm. We don't really get to see a good look at it yet. And it roars and just shakes the ground. And Dono, Donatello in his doofy ass himbo way just turns around and says, Oh yeah, I knew it wasn't over. Now it's time for the post game content. And then we look over and we see the Gadals fucked up, like, sar- what is it, like a Sarlacc pit from Star Wars? That's what it fucking looks like. It's just got, like, a fucked up whole mouth that has teeth all over. 
and mm-hmm. it's big and that's where the episode ends and you know again like shit nine and ten are so good extremely but alas we must wait another week before we talk about 11 and 12 so that wraps up our coverage this week for these two episodes um trying to think if there's anything else i'm just i'm excited to finish off our coverage of decadence next week because this show is i i don't know where i would put it in my like list of of anime that i've seen but i find it hard to believe that it wouldn't be in my top 10 yeah so yeah it's like it like yeah i don't know where i'd put it but it's it's up there yeah it's it's very good solid show says a lot within itself and granted it's not perfect because uh you know turkey's entire gear is just kind of fucked up and uh like it's it's just entirely fucked up like his gear shouldn't uh be like that but it is but you know outside of uh outside of that this show is just wonderful but uh yeah i think that wraps up our episode here fantast where can we find you on the internet in hell so twitter i take it yep you can find me on the aforementioned hell at ab274fantast. And you can find me on Jack Dorsey's personal hell for me and me alone. Um, Actually, everyone that's on Twitter. But you can find me there at uh, Corvid underscore Lenore. That's Corvid like the bird, Lenore like nevermore. And uh, yeah, we will see you next episode. All right. And have a good weekend, everyone. And stay safe. <laughs>